Good afternoon, this is Bill Young, and welcome to Prayer and Lunch Podcast. Today is going to be day number two, 33 Days to the Morning Glory, by uh, Father Gately. And uh, before we start, I do have to say <laughs> a little commentary. Uh, today I was, I was searching, you know, I always... Uh, look up uh, the pronunciation of words for cities, uh, in this case, or towns, that I, you know, I wasn't sure I was pronouncing it correctly. And uh, this uh, one town that mentions in, in France, uh, it is uh, Pontchateau, because I hope I still pronounce it correctly. And I couldn't find the city, looked up uh, the pronunciation, the audio, or anything, the top. 20 cities in France wasn't there and uh, I even signed up I believe for a French lesson so I may be speaking more French than, uh, than I would really know and uh, I did not found this uh, site that actually uh, puts on information and it's a radio I believe uh, station and it's by Mary Graham and it's for 33 days of morning glory. And I touched a, a day two, so I believe it's all, all the days there. And I will put the, the link, because it has some great commentary. Uh, I always believe uh, the more we can learn, the, the better off we are. And uh, I know I need to learn a lot. So thank you, uh, Mary. And uh, she had the help from Julie and Mary Beth. So uh, I will put that link, and uh, please feel free to uh, listen to to their uh, uh, link and their uh, radio uh, podcast, and uh, with all their commentary, which is uh, excellent commentary. So as I said, uh, today is uh, day number two in uh, St. Louis's uh, influence on the church, and it's, it states here. There's a story from St. Louis de Montfort that life is particularly expressed his passion, which we pondered just yesterday. In the town of Pontchartou, St. Louis inspired the peasants to build a huge monument to the Passion of Christ on a neighboring hill. For 15 months, hundreds of peasants volunteered their skills and labor to build it. When completed, it stood a massive structure, a real labor of love. And on that day, before it was supposed to be dedicated by the bishop, word got out to Lewis that his enemies had convinced the government to destroy it. They had lied to the authorities, saying that it was a structure that was actually meant to be a fortress against the government. When Lewis received the disappointing news, he told thousands of people who gathered there for the blessing and ceremony. We had all hoped to build a cavalry here. Let us build it in our hearts. Blessed be God. And one, one thing about doing the Lord's work, it doesn't always turn out according to our plans. For example, St. Louis surely had planned that this monument to Christ will last more than a day. Yet the saint obediently accepted the destruction of his plan and blessed God. Because of this kind of detachment from his own will, 
and attachments to God. Lewis became an instrument used by God to accomplish even mightier works. So, although his physical monument was destroyed, Lewis' teachings eventually, eventually become a huge ed edifice in the church that existing great influence on many popes and on Catholic theology. Indeed, de Montfort's passionate labor paid off in the end, even if he didn't see the fruit himself. We are just the beginning of our preparation for the consecration to Jesus through Mary. Let's ponder some of the support various popes who had given St. Louis teachings made a testimony of their support strengthen our resolve to journey on the consecration day and may it help us trust that our consecration truly will bear great fruit in our lives even if we don't fully understand how and here's some of the popes and listing and how they felt about saint louis and his uh, Miriam's devotion to Mary. Blessed Pope Pius XI, 1846 to 1878, stated that St. Louis' devotion to Mary is the best and the most acceptable form. Pope Louis XIII, 1873 to 1903, not only beatified the Martyrs in 1888, but granted a church indulgence to Catholics who consecrate themselves to Mary using de Montfort's formula. Moreover, this Pope was reportedly so influenced by St. Louis' effects to spread the rosary that he wrote 11 and 6 bills on this premontive Marian devotion. Pope St. Pius X, 1903 to 1914, like Leo XIII, also recommend De Monte's teaching on Mary and faithful. In fact, he granted a preliminary indulgence in perpetuity to anyone who would pray De Monte's formula for the Marian consecration, and he offered his own apostolic blessing to anyone who would simply read the true devotion. This Pope is so strongly encouraged the faithful to follow the Monty's path on Marian's devotion because he himself had experienced its power. In fact, the Marian Executor Adun Lum is simply Pope expressed his own dependence on Devante's in writing it, which became obvious when one of compares to with Drew true devotion. The Pope's encyclical continually reflects the tone and spirit of Devante's classical work, as evidenced by the sentence like there's no sure or easier way than marrying and uniting all men with Christ. Pope Pius XI, 1922-1939, simply stated, I have practiced this devotion ever since my youth. The Venerable Pope P 
Pius XII, 1939-1958, canonized St. Louis in 1947 in his homily for the mass canonization, referred to Montfort's Martin teaching as solid and light. Then the Pope addressed the pilgrims who had come for the canonization, and he said that he Montfort believed that to Mary and meaning of Marian consecration. Pope St. John Paul II in 1978 through 2005 promoted Delonte's teaching more than any other pope. We learn more about this during his full week of this retreat. It is enough to hear two recalling amazing facts. First, that John Paul's papal model was totally tubus, totally yours, which it took directly from Delonte's shorter prayer of consecration. Second, that John Paul described this leading of true devotion to Mary as the decisive turning point in his life. Today's prayer, come Holy Spirit living in Mary, prepare me to give myself fully to the living and true and solid devotion. Amen. And again, I will put that link on for Mary Graham and her uh, Living Witness radio podcast. Thank you and God bless you all.